morning, everyone. It is Wednesday, and we know what that means. It's Wealth Wellness Wednesday. We hope that you're having a great relationship with wealth and wellness piece to it, because you know what? More money means that you can impact other people in a positive way, especially those that are less fortunate. But with that, we are so excited this morning because we have a guest. But good morning. This is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Bus, live with two... Sisters, hey, good morning, everyone. This is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, really digging my um, animated lip color this morning. I just might add, um, you know, what better way to segue into lip color with having lots of color around me? In any event, we have obviously welcomed back our amazing guest, Holly Hughes. She is the author of Real Not Perfect. So let's just dive right on into the conversation. So welcome back. This is actually your third appearance. Your I know, second, I love you guys. I love you guys. Your second. Well, I like that you, it's our third, your third appearance. We just celebrated, which we didn't announce yesterday because yesterday was a little crazy was our 300th episode. And I, I truly believe in the power of three, uh, whether it's three, 30, 300, 3,000, not so much on the three trillion. I'm not gonna go to that part, but <laughs> you are welcomed and we're excited that this is your third appearance. So give us a kind of an update on where you are right now. Um, love to hear how your book is going. I'm sure it's doing very well. What's happening in your well, world today? Well, actually, you know, it's been a fascinating summer. Um, and energetically, it's it's been a summer, like the summer and now uh, is ramping up. I don't know if you guys know about the Jewish holidays, but it's Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur is yeah. coming up. And it's like Day of Atonement, which really means say sorry to people that you might have hurt. Take responsibility for the things that you've done. And what's working in your life and make changes like that's how I like to uh, explain it. And the summer has been a summer of that it is what have your goals been emotional, spiritual money, whatever, and how you've been working toward it, you might realize it's not working I've seen a lot of people and I've experienced this a lot myself. Uh, how we thought things were going to manifest come into our life hasn't come that way. And we've had to let go of how things are. So for me, if you, if I was stuck in a poor me mentality, I'd be like, it's been a summer of loss and letdown. Right. But the reality is that all my goals haven't changed, but how I thought they were going to happen has like, I have to retake my power. Like, so my book came out, it's doing actually quite well. I have, I get some amazing messages from people like, because my book is part workbook and they'll send me pictures of them writing answers down. I have people reading my book from teenagers to women in their eighties. So I feel like, like depending on where you are, it will affect you differently just because of the sub subject matter. It addresses relationships with family, friends, work, and, you know, defining yourself in your own terms. So for me, defining myself in my own terms this summer, I actually ended my relationship with my literary agent because I felt like it took too much compromise on my part um, to make it work. And we weren't, we were no longer on the same page. We, no matter what I did, I thought I needed one, but really with the world the way it is now and having done, in, you know, being an independent author in the past, 
it's, it's fine. That works for me as well. And I was going to do some events. And then I was like, you know what? The integrity of the event doesn't really line up. So I'll just wait. It's okay to wait and then just give it a little more time. And I think COVID is still having a massive impact on everything. So my summer has been like that. I've been focusing more on helping the emotional health of people, including myself and my family. Well, that's amazing because it's such an intricate part, especially when you're an entrepreneur, you're doing self-help, you're chatting, you're on podcasts, you're a guest speaker, you're writing, that we also need to remember that as much as we, we, we want that piece to it, to, to impact other people in a positive way or make them, maybe even make them aware of, of something that they didn't even consider for themselves that was deep inside themselves, we still have to remember our own self-care. And that's a hard balance, don't you think? A hundred percent is part of why I really try to unplug my phone at 830 at night and put it in a room that I'm not in. Or a lot of people like to send me messages over the weekend and, and I don't reply because like I have to do a hard stop. Right. If I don't hard stop, then you realize you're never not working, <laughs> you know, you're, and that's, that's not what I want to teach people. And I'm always so much happier when I'm not. And the truth is sometimes you're in a bad mood, right? And you have to just be in the bad mood. Sometimes life hands us stuff. That's not fair. That's how it feels, right? It hurts, you know, it's situations or relationships. They're just not going where you're going. And that's what I've been talking about on like my Instagram this week is like, you know, sometimes you have to put a bigger boundary up and step away from someone for a little while. doesn't mean you don't love them. It doesn't mean, but it means like right now it ain't working. If it's not working, don't force it. Take some time and your children, anyone who has whatever age children can see a person managing emotions and coping because fake and happy is bad. It's it's just, I just think it's, (laughs) I have a slightly vulgar thing. I'm like faking happy is like faking an orgasm. Why would you like, why would you do that? And and I, and I, (laughs) I love the way you put that, but it's so true because we we were actually just chatting about pieces of that, you know, you know, frequently we'll get people asking me and asking Jan, like, you know, how you guys manage to, you know, chat about those relationships because the, the last two years, really, when you think about it, we're, you know, the economy, our country, uh, counties, states are all kind of in different weird phases. And when you, you know, are, are sharing and caring and you have you know, possibly somebody in your life that's been in your life for a while. And, you know, they become that keyboard, not warrior, but bully, you know, mm-hmm. and start messaging you. I, I don't, I don't not really, you know, liking where you're going or I don't like the message, blah, 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 blah. You know, and how do you deal with that? And I always say, you know, people are placed in our life, in our journey uh, for Sometimes a lifestyle, sometimes for a season, sometimes for a learning lesson, or sometimes to maybe push our growth because it infuriates us so that it kind of is a, kind of like the light lighting of the match under your ass almost. Yeah. So, you know, what I tell people is it's okay to end relationships. I always say, if you're going to end it, uh, do it respectfully, of course, and know that, you know, it's nothing so, so personal that you can't say, you know, it just, you're not adding value to where I'm at right now. Uh, and I, I'm not, I'm not going to fake that. I'm not going to say, 
you know, let bygones be bygones. I actually, that's one of the, for me, is one of the worst little, little <laughs> phrases out there because some people can't, and that's okay. If it doesn't serve you anymore, if that per person's input into your life, it's okay to say, you know, and you don't have to, you don't even, you don't have to, like some people make this big announcement or, or. I know, I don't get that. You, you can go ahead. My, one of my last messages was, you can defriend me, not me saying this is yeah. the person who made it to me. And I'm like, you know, the fact that you say that, you know, I'm not going to defriend you. You know, that's on you. That's not on me. You, you yeah. don't, you don't like, you know, a message. You don't like uh, what I'm providing. That's okay. And you can defriend me. I, I never get, I don't know. I, I just, I don't get, I don't get like all out of frazzle if somebody defriends me. It just doesn't. doesn't yeah, I mean, that, that can be super painful. I, had, I actually had someone who is, I've known for over six years suddenly block me. And I was like, well, you tell me all the time you don't want anyone to mother you. And yet you're trying to set up our relationship in a mother dynamic. Guess what? I'm not going to play. I'm not playing your game. And then they got upset. And I was like, but instead of having a conversation, what they do, they had a tantrum. And I was like, are you done blocking me? Because like she has seven accounts, like whatever. So I'm like, you know, on these other accounts, you didn't block me. So you're still creeping. And then she's like, oh, you saw that. You, I think in today's world, people forget. You don't have to agree on everything to be friends. And I think it's good to hear other things, but it's a little too easy to be a keyboard troll warrior, whatever you want to say, and not take a moment to think before you react. And or how about this? Ding, 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 pick up the phone. I mean, I find people so don't people, know how to do that. That's they that's, either, they, either they don't know how to do it. It's heavy. They don't know how to do it. Or it's, it's uh, almost a safety net to be that behind the keyboard. Oh, I'm going to tell her or I'm going to tell mm -hmm. him and send instead of saying, Hey, you know, I, you know, I, I don't agree with this or whatever. You know what, before I like go crazy, you know, what's your take on it? Let, let me, let me get, let me hear your side of it. And they don't do that. It's crazy. No, it's sad. It's maturity. I think, I think a lot of times too, people want to shift your perspective to suit what they're going through. That's personally what I have a problem with. Um, obviously a lot of shifting going on the past two months. And I found myself in a position where it's not that I don't care what somebody thinks of me obviously i i do but how they think or perceive me for their situation is none of my business however if it migrates over to what i'm doing well of course i'm going to say something i will say it respectfully but it's not always that way with the person on the other side and I think a question that we need to ask ourselves is, is it worth me getting all upset about? Is it worth me wasting my energy? No, thank you. Boom. That's it. You either yeah. like it or you don't, you agree or you don't. Let's have a discussion about it. Pick up the phone. A lot of times <coughs> people are obviously trolling. I like that word, by the way, keyboard trolls <laughs> trolling behind the keyboard they don't have the confidence or the posture to say, hey, uh, I don't agree with this. 
but this is how I feel about it. This is where I'm coming from. Like, let's hear the passion in your voice. We don't have to be arguing with one another. We can have a great discussion. Yeah, we can agree to disagree. I mean, I think they, I think the political climate since before COVID has been black and white, you're either good or bad, but I can agree with everything else in your world, except maybe your view on this one thing, but maybe you have a view, I'll say the word on vaccination, because maybe there's illness in your family and that vaccination is saving your family, or you have illness in your family and the vaccination would not react well to the illness in your body. Like there's just, there's more to it than that. You know, um, yes, the technology has been around for a long time, but you know, something that's less than a year old or a year old is scary when the companies themselves who are, are going to be making profit are the ones really pushing it. That can be a little nerve wracking when we know that then information about a disease changes on the weekly and there are so many sources coming out and so many opinions coming out, it is overwhelming and scary. And the people who live more on fear will like gravitate towards that. I mean, I think there's all different things. Um, when mandates for a lot of people, when things become mandated and don't go through the political process and get voted on or whatever, that's, that's, a, that's a ruling governing body taking control over everything for some people. Other people are like, it's common sense. So, you know, there is validity to each side of it if you take the time not to be offended by the side. But that some days you can, and some days you can, and, you know, or don't go there, but it doesn't mean that everything else about the person is terrible. It just doesn't. No. And I, and I think that's part of, that's what everything gets blurred for, for people. I think people just don't have the patience. They, they, you know, you know, for everyone in the world right now, they've got so many different variables that are coming at them and also trying to decipher, you know, what, what is credible information, what is not credible information. And because we are really in a digital world where you're, you know, you're hearing it from your TV, it's being live streamed, you know, on your social media, different platforms, because most people have an average, believe it or not, of three social media platforms. And that has changed in the sense of the alerts, you're not only getting them from alert, you're getting emails, you're getting updates. Then, you know, you put that aside. Okay, turn the TV off, put my phone in the other room while I'm on the computer. Well, guess what? The same thing occurs because <laughs> you're still getting them. And it's very difficult to know when to say, you know what? I've got to set those boundaries up. And the boundaries are not just with digital. If you have a, quote, a friend who their only means of communication with you is through social media pause there's a way to do that you can you can unfollow them you can pause them you can take a snooze from them they even have yeah. that a snooze for 30 days the mute button too there's a and mute it, yeah and there's a mute button because it's not just the media it's people that are in your life that are now becoming the alert the breaking news and that piece of it does not do anyone justice from a uh, wellness standpoint at all. It just doesn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. hundred percent. So I, I think you're doing the right thing. And, and that's hard for a lot of people to come to that conclusion and not feel bad about it. Like I'm, I'm taking the weekend off. It was funny. I uh, was it yesterday. Yes. I, actually, I think it was yesterday. I was on the pickleball courts 
And we do have a uh, therapist that plays, and I'm not exactly sure what her, her expertise is, but she will frequently like, and if anyone knows pickleball, kind of on the same line as tennis or whatever, you're, you're playing, like you don't, you don't stop a match right. for the phone. Well, she frequently does that. And she will stop the match. She'll take her phone, literally takes her phone right out of her pocket and she'll pause the game or she doesn't even actually pause the game. She starts to walk off the court. And like the other three opponents are like, if it, you know, most of the time it's doubles and they're looking and I, I couldn't resist. I just, well, she, she finally put her phone down or, or hung up the phone and she's, well, I got to make money, you know? And I said, absolutely free enterprise, please make your money. But your time, these people are not making money off of your time, but you're impeding their time because you see, there's all these people that want to get on this court. And that's how we, uh, we're locally where we play, you know, once the courts fill up, the yeah. paddles go in, you wait. And I thought, and everyone was like, oh, thank God someone's studying because she does it all the time. And I said, look, at I, I didn't say it mean. I just said, it's, it's just not appropriate. Like we understand that, but maybe this isn't the time then for you to go ahead and put your paddle in and play a game. Maybe you should wait till your schedule's cleared because that's also showing respect for the other three that are waiting. hundred percent. hundred percent. She wasn't happy about it. And, uh, uh, but I, you know, I didn't like get into any kind of like conversation. I kind of just said my piece and then that was Probably it. no one ever says it to her because people are like, I don't want to interrupt. We reserve courts. Uh, I'm coaching girls middle school tennis and we were at a club when we had rented some courts there and the woman next to us didn't like she was playing with her kid and she didn't like that we were practicing and some of our balls rolled over. So I sent girls to go get our balls so they weren't in our way because there was no like fence between and she picked them up and left with them. I was just like, what are you doing? And you know, they, the, her daughter was as good as the girls on my team. So it wasn't like, you know, whatever, or there was pickleball playing on the courts and we had reserved the courts. And I was like, excuse me, sir, but we have these two courts. And he just started screaming at me. This man started screaming at me. I was like, what? First of all, I have 14, 10, 11 and 12 year olds next to me. Why are you screaming? Right. And, um, I just stepped away. I was like, I'll just go deal with someone else. And Yes, those were indeed the courts we were supposed to have. So I just took the other courts because I was not going to get into it. He's like, I'm always here. And I'm like, oh, okay. Thank you for yelling. It could have just been like, hey, I'm sorry for the confusion. These are the courts we always have. Can you double check them? And I was like, I actually have the email right here, court, these, the two numbers. But people have lost that ability to, you know, have a conversation about, you know, a misunderstanding. And I, and I think that's, people just don't have the patience, but I do on the flip side of that, I understand why they don't, uh, you know, and that's where they have to take some uh, boundaries themselves and say, you know what? I don't feel like I'm really fit for public at this point. Like if I'm going <laughs> to argue with somebody, so maybe I need to look deeper than myself. What is really going on with me? Maybe put up those boundaries and say, you know what? I need a timeout. <laughs> I don't, it's really hard for one person's triggered. I think, you know, everyone's in a bit of a trauma response from being in lockdown for this long. And again, the uncertainty all the time, it's just triggering that. And there's a lot of entitlement. Um, 
but really what I'm I, like, I'll go back to like what I'm seeing now, like all of that stuff is amazing and boundaries. You have to have some awareness, but having awareness and not doing anything. That's what I like to call it. Like, right. Like, okay. I have the awareness. I know I'm, when I'm driving, I flip off four, five cars a day. Why is everybody's driving so bad? Is it everybody or is it you? Are you being extra aggressive? Maybe you shouldn't drive on that street. Is there another, there's plenty of ways to kind of go around it. Or you could be like, what is that thing? What is that pain? What is that unfairness that you're feeling? And then that's where your healing needs to happen. And I bet it bleeds into more than everything, like more than other things. And maybe you're flipping all those other people off because you feel not powerful at work or not powerful in your family or not powerful in your own circumstance. I love that. Don't you, Jan? I mean, I, I think, and there's, so, there's so much, there's so much uh, just in, in saying it that way, don't you think? Yes. And, and I will say this, I'm going to come clean. I was driving back from Philly <laughs> yesterday, Philly to Connecticut. And I am in, you know, I go in the passing lane and then I get over. Now I had somebody in front of me who just slowed down, put their brakes on. There's nothing going on in front of them and slowed down. And of course they're, you know, on their cell phone. And I'm like, I'm like screaming. I'm like, hello, it's the pedal on the right. You're on a major highway. Let's get going. So I'm slightly <laughs> able to get around, but was that road rage? Was that me? I would tell you it definitely wasn't me, but it was me saying, hello, it's the pedal on the right. That, yeah, that pedal. Thank you. I think we all do a little bit. I just think the whole cell phone thing, it just drives me wild while you're driving. And then you okay. put so many other people in danger, like with the, all of this, this stuff so going dangerous. on. Well, I'm kind of adapted because I used to be that person, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I would write on someone's bumper and I wouldn't care. Like I, I could be, because it, it, depending on what city I was in, you had to be a little bit more aggressive. But when I realized when the country really started going like literally cray cray, and road rage now turned to death because you don't know what's in that person's car if they've got a weapon or whatnot. I've changed my stance on that and it's actually worked out in a real positive way because it just, I don't feel that kind of mm within me. And when someone's acting, you know, inappropriately, meaning they're on their cell phone or, you know, someone cuts me off or whatever, or even if by accident, I make a misstep because we do that too. Sometimes, you know, maybe my blinker is not on quick enough or whatever. I just wave and smile. Yeah. I just, the wave, and, sorry. And, the wave goes so far. It's the, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. That yeah, goes far. Right. That goes far. And they don't know why I'm waving, whether they, maybe, that maybe, maybe it pauses them enough to say, Ooh, is that someone I know? <laughs> I don't want them to see me this way. Or, Oh, well, she's, she's not a mean person. Maybe she didn't mean to really cut me off or whatever. So I find it's kind of versatile to kind of maybe calm the other person and or jot their, you know, their brain to say, stop, slow down or whatever it may be. And I, that, in that way, you know, I'm not reacting the way I don't want to react. So sure. true. So true. And on that note, Wealth Wellness Wednesday with Holly Hughes. Holly, we can't thank you enough. And we'd love having you on our podcast. And obviously we'll, we'll hope that you will come back again. And, you know, again, thank you to everyone who has so graciously reached out 
regarding my son, Ryan. He's doing exceptionally well. So thank you to everyone. My name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0, and I am with two sisters. And this is Carol, so AKA Naughty Boss, loving this chat with Holly and kind of getting into understanding that it's okay to put boundaries off. Give yourself that time that you need to make sure that whoever you're surrounding yourself with today and every day is adding value, is impacting you in a positive way. Because guess what? When you're feeling that and doing that, it's kind of the domino effect. And we're all about pushing forward kindness and tolerance, patience, and treating others the way that you want to be treated. With that, we will see you tomorrow for Trending Thursday. There's got a lot, a lot of trending going on and are you going to be the trend center? We're going to find out. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care, everyone. Bye, everyone. Thank you, Holly. Thank you.